know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Have you ever been in a position where you needed to make a decision and you could not make the decision? Why? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Decision, huh? Wait, wait. Well, never fear. I, Miss Terry Nikki of the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast is here. So welcome back, y'all. For those of you who are new, Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for dreamers and creatives and entrepreneurs, visionaries, and vendors who feel as though ah, I can't get to that next level. So I'm here to kind of, you know, talk it out a bit, talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. This is the fifth installment one, two, three, four, five, fifth installment of the entrepreneurial mindset where we talk about what we need so that we can financially allow our creations to support us. That means we're going to be entrepreneurs. So that means we need to have the right mindset, right? Right, right. Last week, I talked about why you can't make decisions. Why you out here not making decisions, okay? Why? This week, I want to go a little bit further to talk about how we can become more decisive. As future entrepreneurs, as creatives who'd like their creations to sustain them financially, we're going to have to make decisions and we're going to have to be decisive. Indecisiveness will kill your business so quickly. Before it gets off the ground, that that business, that's my version of an AK, a spray. You did y'all dead, gone. So we have to become better decision makers. Last week, I talked about the fear of making mistakes. The fear of getting that thing wrong. Bearing the bearing the responsibility of effing up, okay? But the one thing that I really want to make sure that you hit home, if you don't remember not anything else, remember this. No decision is worse than the wrong decision. No decision whatsoever, okay? So let me go a little bit deeper. Let's 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 talk about what we can do. I'm gonna give you some tips, some tricks, some tools that we could use to become better decision makers. Okay. Okay. Now, before we get started, I want to let you guys know, let you in on my life just a smidge bit. I had a death in the family. My grandfather passed away on Monday, and I've been going through an emotional gauntlet. I have been inside of that emotional gauntlet. I have gone through a decision-making triathlon. I've had to make majority of all the decisions of what we're going to do for the service on Saturday. So it's been very interesting 
with these episodes coming the way that they have been, because it's really given me great things to give you guys to make the decisions, especially being in such an emotion, especially being in such an emotional space and making decisions is difficult. It's hard, but we can do it. We got to do it. So how can we be more decisive? What can we do to become more decisive? Number one, understand your why, know your why, know your reasons. Are you fearful of making the mistake? Okay. Are you fearful of being held responsible for making the wrong mistake? Okay. Are you fearful that there are better decisions out there and you're going to F it up? Fear, make mistake. Fear, we all, every last one of us has fears of making the wrong choice. Fear of making a mistake. The thing is, No decision is worse than the wrong one. So regardless of what decision that you make, you need to make one. You have to make one. Let's put this in context of a creation, putting your creativeness out, your creation out. All right. You are an artist. You enjoy art. You want to sell your piece. However, you're not sure of how You can sell your piece. Should you A, put it on social media? Should you try to go and shop it out to an art dealer? Should you try to just post your picture somewhere and then hope somebody will look at it? Should you try to do this? You don't know what to do. And because you have so many different options and you're fearful of making the wrong decision or you're fearful mm, of your art being criticized or you're fearful of being seen, of being vulnerable enough to allow your art to surface into the world, you halt You pause, you sit on it, you are indecisive, you will not make a decision. What then happens? Time goes by. You are losing potential sales. You're not engaging with anyone and you are threatening to archive that dream because you're not reaping the reward that you desire. So you have to make a decision. And the reason why I say that the wrong decision is better than no decision is because let's just say you choose one of the options. Let's just say you choose to just take a picture of your picture, take a picture of your portrait and post it on social media. And you decide that's going to be the way that you are going to be discovered. So you just take multiple pictures, you post multiple things and no one is looking at you. No one, no one. Now, you know that avenue may not work for you. So you can eliminate that option now and move to another one. See, even though it may not have been the best decision for you, you still know now that there are other decisions that may help you. And by eliminating that one choice, you now can move towards a better one. You now know what doesn't work. So let me find what does. You see how that works? And when it comes to decision-making, especially as creators, we have to decide because indecisiveness is worse than the bad decision. Okay. 
Okay. Number two, which is kind of a deviation of what I just explained. It's like multiple choice analysis paralysis. You have too many options. So you don't know which to choose. You're like, ah, information overload. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So this is what you do. Use the strategy of the multiple choice test. Eliminate the flipping options. If you know those options aren't going to work, eh, cross them out. Boom, boom, gone. So instead of having five options, you now have three. And so the thought process is, okay, cool. Now I don't have to choose from five. I can only choose from three. I can minimize and make those options more succinct. I don't have to worry about the time of those two options anymore. I can just focus on the three and then move to those decisions from there. Right, right. So try to eliminate as many auxiliary options that will not work for you as you can. Okay. Narrow that thing down. Yeah. Number three, start making decisions on things that are more comfortable for you. Things that are not as heavy. Do them quicker. Get that agility. Be like, you know what? Boom, boom, boom. When somebody asks you what you want to eat, ah, Wendy's. After you eat the Wendy's, you may think yourself, eh, I really didn't want that Wendy's. But now, you know, cool. I'm going to make a better decision. The next time I'm telling you, it's all about learning from the decisions that did not work. That was that is what makes a good entrepreneur. That is what makes a good leader, especially your job. When you make a wrong decision and you see that it's wrong, you're like, ah, that wasn't the best decision. But guess what? Now we know what doesn't work. Let's take these and just go forth, go forth and prosper. OK, I'm actually doing the Star Trek hand signal sign thing right here. Y'all can't see it, but it's it's there. I'm doing it. I need you to extend yourself some grace. I will always tell you to extend yourself some grace. Most people get so wrapped up into making the wrong decision and effing up that they then shell shock themselves into any other decision-making process. They then choose that they're not gonna make the wrong decision, so they're not gonna make any decision. Once again, you waste time. You are wasting money and you are in the danger zone of archiving the dream that you have. So instead of sitting on that thing and instead of being so hard on yourself for making the wrong decision, you have to just tweak that mindset a bit. Just tweak it a little bit. Okay. Extend yourself a little bit of grace. Okay. So the next thing is actually pretty dope. It's a pretty dope thing that I found out and I didn't realize that I utilized this, but I do. (laughs) And when people ask me certain things, I always ask this back to them. So there is the co-founder of the Alliance for Decision Education and her name is Annie Duke. And Annie Duke mentions, all right, so let's just go with the impact and how you would feel if this were the only option. So when you're getting in your car and you're analyzing and going through the options and trying to make a decision, if you think to yourself, if this were the only option, would you be okay with it? If this were the only option, would you be okay? And if you do that with all of this, all of the options available, then you can also start to decipher which ones you won't be okay with. And even if you still have two or three left, if you're also okay with those three, then guess what? You have three great options. With three great outcomes or three outcomes that you will be okay with, it doesn't necessarily matter which decision that you make because you're going to be okay with all three outcomes, right? 
So when you're in the midst of trying to decide which one is right for me, ask yourself, how would you feel if this were the only option? Would you be okay with it? And I think that that's a dope strategy to use, especially when trying to make a decision. Because if you don't make any decision and you, you, y'all know, y'all know where I'm going with that. Next point is I never, ever, ever want you to not trust your gut and trust your intuition. Big thing when it comes to decision making. If it's something that's big, if it's something that honestly on paper makes no sense, but you have that gut feeling, you have that intuitive mm, that you need to do it. I'm going to always tell you to do it. Now, let me put this disclaimer out there. I would never pay your bills. I am not going to put you in my house. I am not going to put it up <laughs> like I can't take care of you. So if you're solely basing your decision based off of me telling you to trust your goodness, I, listen, okay? All right? You, you know I'm going with this. But in all seriousness, know when to trust your gut. Knowing that gut instinct is right or wrong. Know and, and have that connection to that intuitive nudge and trust it. Trust that intuitive nudge. One thing that Colin Powell, he mentioned in his decision-making process was his 40-70 rule. He wouldn't decide on something if he didn't have 40% of the information. If he did not have at least 40% of the information. He also would decide against it if he had too much information or more than 70% because at that point, it takes away the intuitive nudge. It takes away the intuition. They already have 100% of the information, then I'm just following the leader. I am not creating a lane for myself. I am not trying to see where this goes. It's, it's You're just following in someone else's footsteps. So that is his 4070 rule in making decisions when it comes to leadership and things of that nature. And I think that that's a dope philosophy to follow as well. Another dope thing that I saw was understanding when you make the same decisions. So have you ever heard the phrase of you have to do something different in order to get something different? Most of us are creatures of habit. So if you find yourself in a decision loop, making the same type of decisions and you're getting the same type of responses that you are not wanting, then you have to make a different decision. Acknowledge when you are making cyclical decisions because it's easy to make decisions that you're used to making, but trying to get different results from the same type of decisions is not what you want. So also keep that in mind. If you're making the decision, you're not getting the results you want. You have to choose a different decision. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna cut this thing right here. Listen, I need y'all to understand that every last one of us has fear of making mistakes. We all fear that we gonna F up and we're all gonna F up and it's okay. All right. Extend yourself some grace. Keep making the decision. Understand that if, in fact, you're good with all the decisions, then you're going to make a good decision. Doesn't matter. Keep that thing pushing. Understand that we all go through the same thing. Take a step. 
make the decision, analyze if it worked for you, go back out the door, try that thing again. And before you know it, you will be in a completely different space than where you were when you first started. All right. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your days. I hope and I pray that this message receives you well. Until next time, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, don't be stingy. Feel free. Go ahead and share. Send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge. Also, follow me on social media at TOA underscore Dreamer on IG, Twitter, and TikTok for more content. Follow me on Facebook at TOA Dreamer, no underscore, because they wouldn't let me. And do me a favor. Y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.